कंप्लीट वर्क्स ऑफ स्वामी विवेकानंद फोर्टी फोर्थ सेशन ओम श्री गुरुभ्यो नमः हरि ओम श्री गणेशा नमः डॉक्टर कृष्णमूर्ति शास्त्री दंबे पुण्य बंटवाड़ तालूक दक्षिण कन्द जिले कर्नाटक भारत दि गाड ऑफ लव ईज हिस् ओन प्रूफ वाट इज द ऐडियल ऑफ दि लवर who has quite passed beyond the idea of selfishness of bartering and bargaining and who knows no fear even to the great god such a man will say i will give you my all and i do not want anything from you indeed there is nothing that i can call my own when a man has acquired this conviction his ideal becomes one of the one of perfect love one of perfect fearlessness of love the highest ideal of such a person has no narrowness of particularity about it it is love universal love without limits and bonds love itself absolute love this grand ideal of religion of love is worshiped and loved absolutely as such without the aid of any symbols or suggestions this is the highest form of parabhakti the worship of such an all comprehending ideal as the ideal all the other forms of bhakti are only stages on the way to reach it all our failures and all our successes in in following the religion of love are on the road to the realization of that one ideal object after object is taken up and the inner ideal is successively projected on them all and all such external objects are found inadequate as exponents of the ever expanding inner ideal and are naturally rejected one after another at last the aspirant begins to think that it is vain to try to realize the ideal in external objects that all external objects are as nothing when compared with the ideal itself and in course of time he acquires the power of realizing the highest and the most generalized abstract ideal entirely as an abstraction that is to him quite alive and real when the devotee has reached this point he is no more impelled to ask whether god can be demonstrated or not whether he is omnipotent and omniscient or not to him he is only the god of love he is the highest ideal of love and that is sufficient for all this purpose his purposes he as love is self evident the it requires it requires no proofs to demonstrate the existence of the beloved to the lover the magistrate gods the magistrate gods of other forms of religion may require a good idea a good deal of proof prove them but the bhakta does not and cannot think of such gods at all to him god exists entirely as love nan o beloved loves the husband for the husband's sake but it is for the sake of the self who is in the husband that the husband is loved nan o beloved loves the wife for the wife's sake but it is for the sake of the self who is in the wife that the wife is loved is said in brahadarnika upanishad it is said by some that selfishness is the only motive power in regard to all human activities that also is love lowered by being particularized when i think of myself as comprehending the universal there can surely be no selfishness in me but when i by mistake think that i am a little something may 
my love becomes particular particularized and narrowed the mistake consists in making the sphere of love narrow and contracted all things in the universe are of divine origin and deserve to be loved it has however to be borne in mind that the love of the whole includes the love of the parts this whole is the god of the bhaktas and all the other gods fathers in heaven or rulers or creators and all theories and doctrines and books have no purpose and no meaning for them seeing that they have through their supreme love and devotion risen above those things altogether when the heart is purified and cleansed and filled to brim with the divine nectar of love all other ideas of god become simply puerile puerile and are rejected as being inadequate or unworthy such is indeed the power of parabhakti or supreme love and the perfected bhakta no more goes to see god in temples and churches he knows no place where he will not find him he finds him in the temple as well as out of the temple he finds him in the saints saintless saintliness in saints saintliness as well as in the wicked man's wickedness because he has him already seated in glory in his own heart as the one almighty inextinguishable light of love which is ever shining and eternally present next human representations of the divine ideal of love let us see it is impossible to express the nature of this supreme and absolute ideal of love in human language even the highest flight of human imagination is incapable of comprehending it in all its infinite perception uh, perfection and beauty nevertheless the followers of the religion of love in its higher as well as its lower forms in all countries have uh, all along had to use the inadequate human language to comprehend and to define their own ideal of love nay more human love itself in all its varied forms has been made to typify this inexpressible divine love man can think of divine things only in his uh, own human way to us the absolute can be expressed only in our relative language the whole universe is to us a writing of the infinite in the language of the finite therefore bhaktas make use of all the common terms associated with the common love of humanity in relation to god and his worship through love some of the great writers on parabhakti have tried to understand the experience this divine love in so many different ways the lowest form in which this love is apprehended is what they call the peaceful the shanta when a man worships god without the fire of love in him without its madness in his brain when his love is just the calm common place love a little higher than mere forms and ceremonies and symbols but not at all the uh, not at all characterized by the madness of intensity intensely active love it is said to be shanta we see some people in the world who like to move on slowly and others who come and go like the whirlwind whirlwind the shanta bhakta is calm peaceful gentle the next higher type is that of dasya that is servantship it comes when a man thinks he is the servant of the lord the attachment of the faithful servant unto the master is his ideal the next type of love is sakya friendship though are our beloved friend just as a man opens his heart to his friend and knows that the friend will never chide him for his faults but 
will always try to help him just as there is the idea of equality between him and his friend so equal love flows in and out between the worshipper and his friendly god thus god becomes our friend the friend who is near the friend to whom we may freely tell all the tales of our lives the innermost secrets of our hearts we may place before him with the great assurance of safety and support he is the friend whom the devotee accepts as an equal god is viewed here as our playmate we all uh, we may well say that we are all playing in this universe just as children play their games just as the most glorious kings and emperors play their own games so is the beloved lord himself in sport with this universe he is perfect he does not want anything why should he create activity is always with us for the fulfillment of a certain want and want always pre supposes imperfection god is perfect he has no wants why should he go on he go on with this work of an ever active creation what purpose has he in view the stories about god creating this world for some end or uh, other that we imagine are go- good as stories but not otherwise it is all really in sport the universe is his play going on the whole universe must after all be a big piece of pleasing fun to him if you are poor enjoy that as fun if you are rich enjoy the fun of being rich if dangers come it is also good fun if happiness comes there is more good fun the world is just a playground and we are here having good fun having a game and god is with us playing all the while and we are with him playing god is our eternal playmate how beautifully he is playing the play is finished when the cycle comes to an end there is rest for a shorter or longer time again all come out and play it is only uh when you forget that it is all play and that you are also helping in the play it is only then that misery and sorrows come then the heart becomes heavy then the world uh, weighs upon you with the tremendous power but as soon as you give up the serious idea of reality as the characteristic of the changing uh, incidents of the three minutes of life and know it to be uh, but a stage on which we are playing helping him to play at once misery ceases for you he plays in every atom he is playing when he is building up earths and suns and moons he is playing with human heart with animals with plants we are his chessmen he puts the chessmen on the board and shakes them up he arranges us first uh, in one way and then in another and we are consciously or unconsciously helping in his play and oh bliss we are his playmates the next is what is known as vatsalya loving god not as our father but as our child this may look peculiar but it is a discipline to enable us to detach all ideas of power from the concept of god the idea of power brings it uh, brings with it ev there should be no ev or fear in love the ideas of reverence and obedience are necessary for the formation of character but when character is formed when the lover has tasted the calm peaceful love and tasted all also a little of its intense madness then he need talk no more of ethics and discipline the to conceive god as mighty majestic and glorious as the lord of the universe or as the god of the gods the lover says he does not care it is to avoid this association with god of a fear creating sense of power that he worships god as his own child 
the mother and the father are not moved by awe or fear in relation to the child they cannot have any reverence for the child they cannot think of asking any favor from the child the child's position is always that of this receiver and out of love for the child the parents will give up their bodies a hundred times over a thousand lives they live they will sacrifice for that one child of theirs and therefore god is loved as a child this idea of loving god as a child comes into existence and grows naturally among those religious sects which believe in the incarnation of god for the mahammedans it is impossible to have this idea of god as a child they will shrink from it uh, with a kind of horror but the christian and the hindu can realize it easily because they have the baby jesus and baby krishna the women in india often look upon themselves as krishna's mother christian mothers also may take up the idea that they are christ's mothers and it will bring to the west the knowledge of god's divine motherhood which they so much need the superstitious superstitions of ev and reverence in relation to god are deeply rooted in the bears of our hearts and it takes long years to sink entirely in love our ideas of reverence and veneration of ev and majesty and glory with regard to god there is one more human representation of the divine ideal of love it is known as madhura sweet and is the highest of all such representations it is indeed based on the highest manifestation of love in this world and this love is also the strongest known to man what love shakes the whole nature of man what love runs through every atom of his being makes him mad makes him forget his own nature transforms him makes him either a god or a demon as the love between man and woman in this sweet representation of divine love god is our husband we are all women there are no men in this world there is but one man and this is he our beloved all that love which man gives to woman or woman to man has her to be given up to the lord all the different kinds of love which we see in the world and with which we are more or less playing merely have god as the one goal but unfortunately man does not know the infinite ocean into which this mighty river of love is constantly flowing and so foolishly he often tries to direct it to little dolls of human beings the tremendous love for the child that is in human nature is not for the little doll of a child if you bestow it blindly and exclusively on the child you will suffer in consequence but through such suffering will come the awakening by which you are sure to find out that the love which is in you if it is given to any human being will sooner or later bring pain and sorrow as the result our love must therefore be given to the highest one who never dies and never changes to him in the ocean of whose love there is neither ebb nor flow love must get to its right destination it must go unto him who is really the infinite ocean of love all rivers flow into the ocean even the drop of water coming down from the mountain side mountain side cannot stop its course after reaching a brook or a river however big it may be at last even that drop somehow does find its way to the ocean god is the one goal of all our passions and emotions if you want to be angry be angry with him child your beloved child your friend whom else can you safely child child 
Mortal man will not pay a patiently put up with your anger. There will be a reaction. If you are angry with me, I am sure quickly to react because I cannot patiently put up with your anger. Say unto be beloved. Say unto the beloved. Why do you not come to me? Why do you leave me thus alone? Where is there any enjoyment but in him? What enjoyment can there be in little clods of earth? It is the crystallized essence of infinite enjoyment that we have to seek, and that is in God. Let all our passions and emotions go up into Him, unto Him. They are meant for Him. For if they miss their mark and go lower, they become vile. And when they go, to, uh, when they go straight to the mark, to the Lord, even the lowest of them becomes transfigured. All the energies of the human body and mind, howsoever they may express themselves, have the Lord as their one goal, as their ekayana. All loves and all passions of the human heart must go to God. He is the beloved. Whom else can this heart love? He is the most beautiful, the most sublime. He is beauty itself, sublimity itself. Who in this universe is more beautiful than He? Who in this universe is more fit to become the husband than He? Who in this universe is fitter to be loved than He? So let Him be the husband. Let Him be the beloved. Often it so happens that divine lovers who sing of this uh, divine love accept the language of human love in all its aspects as adequate to describe it. Fools do not understand this. They never will. They took it. Uh, they look at it only with the physical eye. They do not understand the mad throes of this spiritual love. How can they? For one kiss of thy lips, O beloved, one who has been kissed by thee. has his thirst for thee increasing forever all his sorrows vanish and he forgets all things except thee alone as per after that kiss of the beloved that touch of his lips which makes the bhakta mad which makes of man a god to him who has been blessed with such a kiss the whole of nature changes worlds vanish suns and moons die out and the universe itself melts away into that one infinite ocean of love that is the perfection of the madness of love hey the true spiritual lover does not rest even there even the love of husband and wife is not mad enough for him the bhaktas take up also the idea of illegitimate love because it is so strong the impropriety of it is not at all the thing they have in view the nature if this love is such that the more obstructions there are for its free play the more passionate it becomes the love between husband and wife is smooth there is no there are no obstructions there so the bhaktas take up the idea of a girl who is in love with her own beloved and her mother or father or husband objects to such love and the more anybody obstructs the course of her love so much the more is her love tending to grow in strength human language cannot describe how krishna in the grows of vrinda was madly loud how at the sound of his voice the ever blessed gopis rushed out to meet him forgetting everything forgetting this world and its ties its duties its joys and its sorrows man o oh man you speak of divine love and at the same time are able to attend to all the vanities of this world are you sincere where rama is there is no room for any desire 
where desire is there is no room for rama these never coexist like light and darkness they are never together so this ends the 44th session in swami vivekananda's complete works hari rama so uh, here there is something called conclusion so we will finish it and let us go to the next part when this highest ideal of love is reached philosophy is thrown away who will then care for it freedom salvation nirvana all are thrown away who cares to be who cares to become free while in the enjoyment of divine love lord i do not want wealth nor friends nor beauty nor learning nor even freedom let me be born again and again and be thou ever my love be thou ever and ever my love who cares to become sugar pisces bhakta i want to taste sugar who will then desire to become free and one with god i may know that i am he yet will i take myself away from him and become different so that i may enjoy the beloved that is what the bhakta says love for love's sake is his highest enjoyment who will not be bound hand and foot a thousand times over to enjoy the beloved no bhakta cares for anything except love except to love and to be loved his unworldly love is like the tide rushing up the river this lover goes up the river against the current the world calls him mad i know uh, one whom the world used to call mad and this was his answer my friends the whole world is a lunatic asylum some are mad after worldly love some after name some after fame some after money some after salvation and going to heaven in this big lunatic asylum i am also mad i am mad after god if you are mad after money i am mad after god you are mad so am i i think my madness is after all the best the true bhakta's love is this burning madness before which everything else vanishes for him the whole universe is to him full of love and love alone that is how it seems to the lover so when a man has this love in him he becomes eternally blessed eternally happy this blessed madness of divine love alone can cure forever the disease of the world that is in us with desire selfishness has vanished he has drawn near to god he has thrown off all those vain desires of which he was full before we all have to begin as dualists in the religion of love god is to us a separate being and we feel ourselves to be separate beings also love then come love then comes in the middle and man begins to approach god and god also comes nearer and nearer to man man takes up all the various relationships of life as father as mother as son as friend as master master as lover and projects them on his ideal of love on his god to him god exists all uh, as all these and last point of his progress is reached when he feels that he has become absolutely merged in the object of his worship we all begin with love for ourselves and the unfair claims of the little self make even love selfish at last however comes the full blaze of light in which this little self is seen to have become one with the infinite 
man himself is transfigured in the presence of this light of love and he realizes at last the beautiful and inspiring truth that love the lover and the beloved are one so this is the conclusion hare rama shivivekarpitamastu om tat sat